Wenatchee clinches this playoff berth and will now prepare for postseason play coming up next week. They still got two more games in the regular season and can still technically win the second half. They need just one more win the next two days to do that. And the reason why that would be so huge is that would give the Apple Sox home field advantage for the North Division Series. So that would be extremely important for the Sox to get. And we'll have to see if they can perhaps get that done over these next couple of days as Wenatchee scores five runs in the bottom of the third and then plays five more runs in the bottom of the seventh. Orahudo digs in, he swings and hits this out toward left center field. This ball is going to get into the gap for extra bases. Easily in to score. Kramer, he had to watch it. Everyone else, in fact, will watch. They had to make sure the ball wasn't caught. It's going to be an RBI single. Hit a little bit too high. It looked like it might be in for extra bases for sure. It only gets one, but either way, it puts Wenatchee on the board first. Skies this one out toward right center field. Long run back for Siemens. He leaps, can't make the catch. It gets down. Sherrod heading towards second. Now turns and goes back toward first base. Two runs score on the, long, the longest single he's going to hit this year. Sherrod was trying to keep an eye on the base runners, so he, he stopped midway on the way to second, goes back to first, but either way, plates a couple of runs with a deep single out toward right center. The 2-2 pitch coming to Fossil right here. Robles fires, and that swung on. Hit the opposite way in the right field. It's an RBI single. Adam Fossil drives in Grant Sherrod. Five to nothing, Wenatchee here in the third inning. They have erupted with a crooked frame to take a commanding lead early on in this game. We're in the bottom of the seventh. Wenatchee ahead five to nothing. They bat with second and third as Rasmussen swings and misses. This ball gets away from Osaka. The throw to first isn't in time, and it skips away from Dawson. Kramer comes in to score. Six to nothing, Wenatchee. And a throwing error on the catcher, Osaka allows another run to come across. Oyama takes off, heading towards second. There will be no throw. It hits off of him, and now he's going to get up and go to third, and in to score comes Rasmussen. Stolen base for Oyama. He is now three away from setting the West Coast League's single season record, and it also helps get another run across for Wenatchee. Horn digs in from the right side. The pitch from Miller swung on, hit in towards center field. Siemens will have to watch it drop in front of him. It's an RBI single. Sherrod keeps running. He heads over toward third and slides in safely as the throw heads into the Apple Sox dugout. Another run will score. Horn plates one with the RBI single. And then after that, the throwing error adds another as Sherrod ends up coming around from first. And Horn's able to go to second on the play. Picks up his 23rd RBI of the season. Five scoreless from Evan Canfield. Hunter Gibson went the rest of the way. Four, run, four innings, one run allowed on that time, and four strikeouts in relief. After how miserable in a lot of ways last season went for the Apple Sox, finishing 20-28, and 28, far below what the franchise standard really is, they have bounced back with an incredible season here this year, and that is all thanks to the effort that Mitch Darlington and his coaching staff has put in. Just a complete... 180 from a year ago, and the Apple Sox are back in the postseason for the second time in the last three years. For Wenatchee, it was two huge innings tonight to get it done. A five-run third inning, and then a five-run seventh inning. From there, the pitching staff took them home. Evan Canfield 
with five strikeouts in five scoreless innings. Hunter Gibson, just one run over the final four innings. He struck out five as well as a, a big run. He struck out four as well as Wenanchi able to pick up the win. And this was the most Apple Sox way to clinch a postseason berth. I feel like sometimes these postseason games, the postseason clinching games, are the types of games that you kind of remember for for what what the team is going to be remembered for from that year. And for the Apple Sox in 2022, we're going to remember them for how they could hang crooked innings at ease on opponents and how solid their pitching stack could be at just racking up strikeouts. As Those are the big things I look back with them as Canfield with those five strikeouts. He had not allowed a run at home this summer. He continues that streak. 12 scoreless innings at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium across four outings this year. And then Hunter Gibson going the rest of the way. The 0-2 again. Inside edge for called strike three. Three punch outs for Gibson. Two down here in the ninth, and the Sox one out away from guaranteeing a postseason berth. Gibson ready, looking for strikeout number four. He deals, and he'll get it. Strike three, and back to the postseason go the Wenatchee Apple Sox. For the 14th time in 22 seasons, Wenatchee is postseason bound. And Mitch Darlington gets the Gatorade shower from the dugout. The journey begins on Tuesday, and the Apple Sox have punched their ticket for this trek. Wenatchee defeats Walla Walla 10-1 here tonight. Pop open the champagne and get ready for playoff baseball next week. The Apple Sox will either host the postseason game on Tuesday or Wednesday, and it will be here at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined by Evan Canfield after tonight's victory, and Evan was a big reason why. Five shutout innings from him, four walks, two hits, and five strikeouts. And, Evan, we've seen it a little bit the last couple of outings. You've been battling a little bit with the control. The walks have been there a couple times. Sometimes the zones have been a little bit off. But you battled through that regardless, and you got the job done. What was the key for you here tonight, bouncing back after those walks? Yeah, um, my fastball command wasn't quite there in the first couple innings. And once I got settled down with that, it was really just found the track zone and get outs for my players in the field. Let's talk about what that meant. You guys knew coming into this one, you had to win one game, you'd be in the postseason. You come back home after a frustrating loss last night, and last night you were the only guy who after when the team was getting food, you were pretty upbeat. You were kind of saying, we'll get them tomorrow, yep. and you did exactly that. Were you kind of feeling that way because you knew what you could do on the mound here at home? Oh, yeah, for sure. All the fans here and the players fired up today to get a playoff spot. There's nothing more you could ask for. Let's talk about the fans because this was a, a packed house. I mean, you guys played in front of a big one last night. This was pretty packed here as well at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. So just talk to me about what that meant coming up here. You were pretty fired up. You were playing off of that emotion as the game went along. What did that mean to pitch in front of a packed house for this type of game? Oh, it was nice. When you're trying to get a playoff spot and you got the whole crowd on your back, it just makes you want to perform even better for them. What excites you about pitching in the postseason potentially next week? Uh, just go show my best stuff, see if we can bring a chip home. Awesome. Well, Evan, thank you for joining us here. Enjoy the night here after getting the Sox in the postseason. Thank you, Joe. That was Evan Canfield, Apple Sox starter, who went five scoreless innings 
here in tonight's game. Now we're joined by Apple Sox first baseman, right fielder, uh, wherever he's been had had to be. He's played there. Grant Sherrod <laughs> also played at DH a lot this summer. Third base the one time as well, if <laughs> yeah. you remember that. Yep. And Grant, uh, first things first. Obviously tonight was your last game of the summer. Uh, you know, congratulations on what was a heck of a season for you. I want to start with that ninth inning. You got pulled with two down in the inning. Yep. What I thought was a really classy gesture by Mitch Darlington, pulling you out, giving you a chance to be acknowledged. And now they're going to make a defensive substitution. Jack DiDonato is going to come into the ball game and play over at first base as Grant Sherrod's night comes to an end. Sherrod playing in his last game with the Apple Sox here tonight. He's going to go and kind of high-five everyone on his infield right now. How cool is this? What a great moment and what a nice classy gesture by Mitch Darlington to give Sherrod a chance to be acknowledged by the fans as he receives a nice round of applause. Sherrod points out to all of his outfielders as well and he heads back to the Apple Sox dugout. This is really this is what baseball is all about right here. These kind of moments acknowledging guys. Sherrod is heading off to South Carolina upstate. He's got to do a three-day drive across the country so He's heading out after tonight's ball game and beginning that trek tomorrow. What did that mean to you? Uh, it means a lot, man. You know, I really love Mitch, and I love this team, and, and for them to show me some respect like that, it means a lot. It was such a cool moment. You don't always see that at this level, but I love that he recognized that. Talk to me about this game, though, for you. You kept it rolling at the plate pretty much for the last month plus. You've been hitting right around 500, and you continued that here tonight. Uh, the first big hit for you was that single in the third. You skied it deep to center <laughs> field. What? Uh, that's probably the longest single you'll, you'll ever hit. <laughs> what kept you at first base, and what kind of pitch was it? <laughs> what kept me at first base was the two runners at second base. I got there, and I didn't want anything to do with that. I was just playing it safe. I just went back to first. I, I didn't think either one of them was going to stop. But, yeah, you went about halfway. And I was wondering. I saw Coach Lyon signaling out to you. I thought you probably couldn't hear him with how loud the crowd was at that point. Yeah. <laughs> what did that mean to play in front of this packed house here tonight? You guys played a big one last night. Yeah. Didn't get the win. You come home, but it's your fans cheering you on yep. this time. What did that mean? Uh, it meant a lot. It was a big crowd tonight, probably the biggest we've had. Um, it, it was definitely fun, you know, being able to come home and clinch first game. That was the biggest, biggest piece also from a pitching standpoint, too, for them moving forward. Uh, to just get the clinch playoffs and then, uh, you know, staff these next two games, save save some guys. So Obviously, obviously you aren't going to be here for the postseason, but what did that mean to be here for this moment? It's almost like you're kind of walking off a hero yeah. in a sense. How cool is that for you? It was awesome. Uh, I, I wanted to stay until we, until we made playoffs. Uh, you know, I'm back to school here in like three or four days, yeah. but this is the last thing I wanted to do in the summer, and, and I'm glad we got to get it done. What's been your favorite part of the summer with the Apple Sox oh, that you'll always remember? Definitely tonight, you know, what we worked so hard to do, you know, here from day one and then and then making playoffs. Uh, I'm just happy for Mitch, too. You know, he's a great guy, great coach. He deserves to be in the playoffs. What's that been like playing for him? First-year guy with the Apple Sox, kind of in the prove-it mentality that first year, yeah. delivering. What did you like about him the most? You know, what I, what I love about Mitch the most is that he loves this team. You know, he's from here, hometown raised. It means a lot to him when we win and lose every night. And that's something I really admire about Mitch is that he just wants to be a winner. And, and that's what I think is going to make him successful in the future. And you guys are winners here tonight. Grant, thank you for joining us. Safe travels across the country. Right. Heck of a summer. Congratulations right, on that. I appreciate it. Man. Thanks for everything. Of course, Grant. That was Grant Sherrod joining us. The head coach of the Apple Sox, Mitch Darlington, joins us now after this victory. Mitch Darlington, you are the first Apple Sox head coach in his first season at the helm to lead the Apple Sox to a postseason berth. Ed Nags didn't do it. Kyle Crustangel didn't do it. A.J. Prozac didn't do it. Ian Sanderson didn't do it. 
and Gary Lewallen didn't do it. What does this mean to you to be the first one to do that in his first year? Yeah, I <laughs> honestly, it, oh man, it's so much more about this group of guys than than anything I've done or that any sort of accomplishment like that. Those guys you listed, the Nags. I mean, he's he's a six-time champion. Um, I mean, it, it, it's peanuts compared to what that guy has done. That guy's built Apple Sox baseball into what it is. Um, so honored. It's a really cool thing to um, to be noticed for. But uh, this is more about just this group of guys that we got here. They, them buying in from the first day and uh, and and just gutting through uh, a, a long summer and to get to this point. Obviously, the goals are much higher than just getting into the postseason. And you're the one who has said from the get go that. What we do, you said it right before the season. We did the one podcast. You said what we do is make the playoffs. This is what this franchise does, but it's about getting back to this. After you know a miserable year last year where things didn't go right, you turn it around here this time around. Obviously, nothing from that year really coming over except for you know some returning players. But the point is, Mitch, I, I mean, this is what we do, and that's an important thing. How do you set that standard with a dugout, though, when it is summer collegiate baseball, when it is something where this isn't their regular season? Yeah, I think uh, just a big thing from these guys coming in from the beginning of the season was uh, understanding the expectation and what and what's been done before you. Um, understanding that the the Apple Sox organization uh, has a history of success, and that's and that's just plain and simple. That's what the expectation is. This this should be our expectation every single summer is that we're in the postseason and and playing for championships. Um, and so just getting guys to believe that, getting guys to buy in and represent this organization the best they can and. Um, and finding a way to get into the big dance, which which we did tonight. How cool was it to see everyone so excited about it? A lot of these guys have joined the team in the last week, but they have bought in. They are all in on the Apple Sox, and they contributed. We saw it again here tonight. What did that mean to see the team so jubilant afterwards? Yeah, we we you know we've been patchworking different things and bringing new guys in, different guys going out. Um, but the same standard has stayed the same, and it's been fun to watch. Guys, guys have just bought in. They're they're excited to be here. They're hungry, and uh, and we still have that core nucleus. Like I've said before, we still got the Xander Orojudos, the CJ Horns, um, you know, the guys who have been here from day ones, the Tyler Chipmans, the locals that that want to be a part of this thing and, and and see this thing through. So we got a great uh, got a great great core going forward. I think one of the really cool things, uh, Tyler Chipman was acknowledged before this game for his third season with the Apple Sox and being part of a postseason group now has got to be so cool for him. I remember him having a chat with me in June saying, you know, I, I want to win here. I'm from here. This is where I'm from. I want to win. And the Apple Sox hadn't made it his first two years of the team, but do this time. And you talked about that core group, and in a lot of ways, fittingly, they were the ones who kind of set the table once again here tonight. Xander Orojudos and C.J. Horn both driving in runs, both of them extending their hitting streaks to eight games respectively. What has that meant, guys like Horn, like Orojudos, like Joey Chiro Oyama being mm. such a part of this team? What has that meant? Oh, it's been huge. They've uh, they've been just leaders. Honestly, they've just been coaches in the dugout, coaches on the field, um, an extension extension of our coaching staff. Really, you know, they've they've been bought in. They've been wanting to make the playoffs. They've been you know <laughs> they've been helping me with roster moves and who to get and who not to get. And um, they're constantly every day asking who we got going, who's on the mound, who we can add to make a postseason run. I mean, they're they're just fully bought into what we got going here. And so um, you love having guys like that, guys like Joe, who have been here from the very first day. The Ben series hasn't missed a game since then. Uh, and he wants to see this thing through, man. We got we got a special group here. I'm excited to see what we can do. 
Tonight was kind of the quintessential Apple Sox victory. A good start. Evan Canfield was fittingly the guy on the mound. He's been the best pitcher on the staff, I'd argue, all year. Five scoreless innings from him, five strikeouts. He got it done, and then in classic Apple Sox fashion, you get at least a three-inning save. Hunter Gibson goes the final four innings. And then the other thing I thought was kind of essential Apple Sox was scoring uh, multiple crooked innings mm -hmm. over the course of the night. Five runs in the third, five runs in the seventh. What are you going to remember about this one? Are you going to remember it the same way I am, that it was kind of just what you guys were all about all year? Yeah, it, uh, I'll, exactly. I'll remember it for just the team effort it was. Uh, different guys contributing all night. I can't I, Honestly, I don't know how many different guys we had in and out of the lineup tonight. Defensive replacements, uh, pinch hits, um, and it took everybody. Everybody from the very first pitch was locked in, engaged. Um, and we knew this is an important one to get tonight. We didn't want to have to go into tomorrow still having to having to fight and burn some pitching for next week. So, um, so we're excited. I'm, I'm glad we got it done tonight. Let's talk about that moment in the ninth inning, which you, in a lot of ways you could argue was the highlight of the night. The crowd really appreciated that. You pulling Grant Sherrod from the ball game with two outs, Jack DiDonato coming out, kind of giving Sherrod a moment for a curtain call, and it, could, it seemed like he really, really appreciated that. Take me through to the decision-making with that one and uh, why in that moment too. Yeah, you know, Grant, <laughs> Grant has fought for us all year. Um, yeah, he's poured everything he has into this summer, and he's he's a great human. Uh, I absolutely love coaching that kid, um, and so he he deserves it more than anybody to be uh, recognized in front of our fans. And same for Corey Gerald. Uh, Corey's last night tonight, uh, just a fitting way to see him go out and just absolutely stroke a double off the wall in his last AB. Um, and so, just wanted to respect and honor those guys and recognize what they've done. Not just for this organization, but for me. And they, they've played their butts off for me all summer. So I love those two guys. And it was so fun watching them do that as well. Uh, such a such a neat moment overall. Now you guys have two more games the next two days. You can still technically clinch the second half playoff berth. Right now the Apple Sox win just guarantees that they're in. But the next two games against Walla Walla, arguably equally as important as you look to at least get home field advantage. Getting in is huge, but now it's about getting that next spot what needs to be done over these next couple of days? Because, in a way, thanks to the efforts of Canfield and Gibson, you're still decently set up pitching staff-wise the next two days. Yeah, yeah. We, um, you know, that'll be the interesting thing is we we got to play, you know, we want we want to get that two-seed. We want to get home field advantage, but there's a fine line of balancing that with also not burning arms for this coming week. Playoffs are a quick turnaround. We start at Tuesday. Um so it, it, we're going to have to really be smart. We're going to have to really manage the game. And um, a lot of pressure and, and, and the workload is going to be put on our offense. You know, that's going to be the message tomorrow is we got to keep this offensive output going so that we can kind of staff it and, and, and not burn arms that have to get extended the next two nights. So um, I'm excited to see what this group will do. I, I really think they'll answer the call, and they're, they're going to go find a way to get a series win tomorrow. So I'm excited about that. It continues to just be next man up, and the new contributors continue to find new ways to contribute. Mitch, congratulations on this one. Well-deserved honor. Heck of a season for you. Let's go get home field tomorrow. I appreciate it. Let's do it, Joel. Prior to Friday's game, I had a chance to catch up with Apple Sox catcher Justin Stransky. Give a listen. Justin, let's talk about that first. You had a great freshman year. You kind of took the reins of the starting catcher with the Red Devils. Obviously, it wasn't the end of the season you guys wanted overall, but an impressive year for you nonetheless. What was the key to your success in, in that freshman year? Um, honestly, I think it was just putting my work in day in and day out. Um, 
obviously, like you said, I come in, came in, kind of took that role. Um, it wasn't easy, had to work for it, but um, yeah, just getting my work in. Absolutely. You did a great job of that and helped lead you to playing with the Dub Sea Fish Sticks in the Pacific International League. Now you're with the Apple Socks. What was that experience like with Dub Sea? It seems like they have a lot of fun. We always enjoy having them play against the Apple Socks, but how was that playing with the Fish Sticks? Um, you know, it was a lot of fun. They uh, they do a good job of making it a really um, real, real fun and loose environment for the players and the fans and the coaches and all that. Um, but yeah, it was, it was. I had a lot of fun playing there, um, and I'm sure, you know, future kids coming in will have a lot of fun as well. You finished up your season with them probably about, what, a week ago now, and then you, you joined the Apple Sox shortly afterward. How exciting was that to be knowing you're jumping into a team right in the midst of trying to make the postseason? Um, it's really exciting. It's it's kind of like uh, exhilarating, you know. You really get a, you get a chance to help this team win, help this team move on, and, um, you know, just doing the, doing the best I can to get this team to the postseason and win a championship. You've gotten the start behind the play each of the previous two nights against Yakima Valley on Wednesday and Thursday. Caught a runner stealing in the middle of yesterday's game. Talk to me about your work as a, a defensive catcher on the defensive side. You just seem like you have a ton of pride in your defense. Just the way you can tell by how a guy blocks pitches that get away, how he reaches out. Talk to me about your pride defensively as a catcher. Yeah, you know, it's big time. Um, one thing I was told as a catcher is just to make sure, do your best to make sure the ball doesn't get behind you and, you know, just at whatever point necessary, you just got to throw your body in front of the ball. So that's kind of at a certain point, at a certain extent, that's what you got to do. So. Chatting with Justin Stransky ahead of tonight's game between the Apple Sox and the Walla Walla Suites. First pitch at 6.35 p.m. And Justin, you've done a little bit of everything in the batting order. We've seen you walk. We've seen you run hard, almost beat out some infield hits as well, put down a sacrifice bunt last night. Talk to me your approach at the plate right now. Obviously, this is different pitching from what you saw in the PIL. What have been some challenges you have seen, and how have you kind of tried to react to counteract those? Um, you know, pitching is obviously a little bit more advanced than the PIL league, but it's awesome. It's a fun challenge. I love taking taking on tasks like that. Um, approach stays the same, though. You know, look for that fastball early and then adjust off speed. If he leaves it for you there, uh, you know, hit it hard, hit the ball hard. What are some of your goals here for the rest of the summer? Obviously, the postseason is right around the corner. Apple Sox looking to clinch that with a win here this weekend. What are some things you're trying to work on? Um, you know, just staying overall more consistent behind the plate, uh, at the dish, just being being the top of my game every single day, no matter the weather, no matter the the circumstances, just always being always being the best version of myself. Awesome. Well, Justin, thank you for joining us here. Go get him here tonight. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. That was Justin Stransky, Apple Sox catcher, one of the newcomers joining this team, coming in and making a difference already with the Apple Sox. That'll do it for this edition of the Apple Sox podcast. When Anchi takes on the Walla Walla Suites again on Saturday night at 6.35 p.m. And the Apple Sox, with a victory and a Victoria Harbor Cats win as well, can win the second-half North Division title. So the Apple Sox, for one night, are Harbor Cats fans. That'll do it for this edition of the podcast. I'm Joel Norman, and thank you for tuning in.